0: in on the act and in this episode we'll be discussing um and talking to members of the Storyhouse team about how they found the first lockdown and a little bit of the second and what projects they got up to and how they found everything if we can um if everyone wants to introduce yourselves and what you do at Storyhouse.
1: uh yeah cool um uh, my name's kim i'm the young Storyhouse officer uh, I mostly deliver on the, the Young Leaders Programme that we have at Storyhouse, um, but generally just a part of the Young Storyhouse team, getting involved in all sorts of cool projects.
2: Hello, yeah, um, my name is Jacob Maudsley. I am, or well, my job title is a Creative Learning Practitioner at Storyhouse. And like him, I'm a member of the Young Storyhouse team, um, getting involved in as many exciting young people projects as we possibly can. Um, and the kind of day job, um, Before the madness was mostly going into schools and interacting young people with them and then um, bringing to life some fun stuff during the half terms in the building itself as well.
3: Hi, I'm Rianne and like Jacob, I'm also a Creative Learning Practitioner for the Young Storyhouse team. Um, Me and Jacob have quite similar jobs. We work in schools, um, working with lots of different young people in our residency programme. And currently, um, I am a youth theatre leader um, on the Tuesday and Wednesday evening groups uh, for the Storyhouse Youth Theatre.
4: Hi, I'm Linda Tyson and I look after the library at Storyhouse. Um, that involves looking after the 50,000 books that are spread out um, around the entire building um, and the team of uh, 20 of us at the moment who, who look after the library and deliver the service. And um, not recently, but in normal times, um, we also are responsible for lots of engagement in the building as well. So, building story times and rhyme times, craft activities, reading groups. All sorts of different groups so yeah it's a very varied and uh, interesting role usually
0: <laughs> i want to know a little bit about how everyone kept in touch during the first lockdown uh and like because obviously it was all quite new to us all
1: um i think it was really interesting we had so little notice or it seemed to be so little notice about um suddenly being in lockdown and um, I found it really interesting that it, what was nice about being in the Young Storyhouse team was that we really quickly attached ourselves to Zoom. We really quickly downloaded it, got to grips with it, started using it. Um, perhaps before, like, obviously everybody's really used to things like Zoom now, but we were quite uh, quick off the mark, I think, um, led by Hayley. We were, we were very sort of like, how do we carry on? How do we get online? So I still, particularly at work, still felt very connected to everybody, even when personally everybody was a bit kind of going off and, and not sure what they were, how they were connecting with each other. Zoom quizzes weren't a thing yet, but we were there. We were kind of getting connected um, and trying to use it and trying to use it for fun as well. I think we really quickly tried to work out we're a fun team, and I think Jacob and Rihanna agree that. We liked doing lots of different activities and getting involved and, and coming up with games. And it was a really nice challenge at the start to sort of bring us all together and, and, and work out what how we were going to use it, how it would work. Um, so we were quite quite lucky in that sense, really. We were quite quick quick with it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Haley was very much finger on the pulse as ever. And I think I learned loads... Actually, from from, from Kim. And in, uh, initially, about Zoom, Kim Kim was in my head the founder of Zoom because I'd never heard of it before. And she was running running me through lots of different things. Um, so congratulations, you must be a multi-millionaire now, Kim. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so if you want to lend us a tenner for Christmas, that'll be fine. Um, we we were really fortunate that um, that we, we we obviously like many people kind of saw it coming and did make did make provisions for that. Um, couldn't plan how it would go of course but we um we did kind of jump straight headfirst into a, a new and exciting thing so whilst the the chaos around us was you know really challenging for for for, ev- for everybody I'm sure um it was nice that there was something to almost distract you from it um because it was a new thing um we were fortunate that we um that we had the capabilities to to do that you know um I think actually as well I don't know if I'm I'm speaking for myself here, but maybe Ryan might agree that I think because Ryan and I are in school quite often, we're we're intrinsically linked. We're doing very similar things, and we're um, we're in contact semi regularly. But when lockdown occurred, um as a team as a whole, as well as just reanonized the creative learning practitioners, we were in contact more so um and, and getting and, and stealing ideas from each other or magpieing ideas from each other, um, making sure that we um, were all on the same page as well, which is fantastic. We always were, um, and but it was fortunate that this kind of made us do it even more. So um that was the kind of a really well, I would say silver lining, but it's almost a golden lining because it was something that we I think we all really appreciated at the time.
4: Yeah. I think, I think Zoom's been extraordinary, hasn't it? Mm. I mean, you know, I'd never heard of Zoom before the 23rd of March. And the, the first person that said Zoom to me was Hayley. So obviously she's you know, she knows what's going on. But um I'd not heard of Zoom as a platform. And thank God, because it's just been amazing really. It's been the way that we've kept in touch visually, um, the library team, you know, through the first lockdown and through this one as well, at least we can catch up virtually and see each other's faces um, once a week, and that's that makes a difference. It's okay emailing, isn't it, and texting, and, and but Absolutely. if you just to see everybody's faces just gives you a real lift, doesn't it? I think it's really important. Um, I mean, certainly before the lockdown, I didn't do this sort of um, communication on screen I didn't really do Skype or or anything like that really but now it's like oh, fine yeah I can do that that's easy yeah um, we carried on one of our reading groups online as well so um, that that was brilliant one of the library reading groups that we facilitate I mean there are lots of reading groups in Storyhouse but um, the one that we actually facilitate as a library team we managed to carry that on um, online on Zoom not everybody's comfortable with That's what technology are they? But it was, yeah, it's been a real, a real boost to to lots of people, I think.
0: Definitely. I mean, we're talking about Haley and Kim being on it, being part of Young Story House, it definitely felt like there was a very small transition period when we weren't weren't sure and we weren't doing anything, but that was gone really quick. Like we seemed to go into doing activities like almost straight away. And it's definitely a focal point of each week. Like I knew a week had passed when it got to Monday again and we had a Zoom session it became my way of like telling how, how long we'd been in there because, yeah. um, we, it was just a really smooth transition.
4: And these, these are skills that we've learned that we wouldn't have had without lockdown. We've, we've learned to be able to communicate online visually I think and use Zoom and Teams. I'm using Teams a lot as well, um, for meetings and that sort of thing. So, so it's, it's skills that we've gained and, you know, when we're trying to find the positive in this situation, which is so hard sometimes, that's that's one of them that people have adapted. And we've had to learn to adapt really quickly to things, haven't we? Mm-hmm. You know, Story House is open. No, it's not. It's closed. No, it's open again. No, it's closed. <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> I mean, we still don't know for sure either, do we? Whether well, right. we're going to be able to open next week. I mean,
0: no. You know. I mean, as we're recording this, we'd hopefully find out tomorrow.
4: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> what year we're in. And, and we're all going. Oh well, okay, yeah. Well, we'll deal with whatever it gets thrown at us. And, and that's something else I think that we've learned to do. And it's a good skill to have, isn't it?
0: Definitely, it's made things a lot more accessible. Um, sort of linked to that. I mean, we're talking about how things went really quickly, and we got into the swing of it. But like finding like the motivation to um, adapt and like keep going, but still keep like the Storyhouse identity to things. Like, how was that? Because obviously, I like from someone that's been on the receiving end. I do feel that everything has still felt very Storyhouse-esque in the best way. Like lots of energy, and we've done a lot of cool, fun projects. but it almost feels as if you haven't been away from the building for months on end.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the big things that I've found to try and keep like the Storyhouse like ideals running through everything is the amount of planning that has gone in behind the scenes has been. I mean, more than that I've ever planned <laughs> in uh, my entire life. Um, and it's crazy the amount of work that's kind of been going on behind the scenes. Um, a lot of us, and I know at the Storyhouse team, we're kind of in the middle of projects or at the beginning of something happening, or we're at the point where we go, this point in the year, we're normally doing this uh, with this group, or we're normally running this event, or we're doing this. So we had all of those kind of projects and ideas that were already kind of working. And then we had to go, okay, how can we still deliver that or deliver a version of that in this new world? And I would say that the majority of it came through a lot of planning, a lot of brainstorming sessions, the amount of time like the Young Storyhouse team we would get together. I mean, I think it was daily at one point or maybe two times a day, like we'd be on sessions with each other going, "Okay, how are we going to do this? We normally do this. What could this be? What is this? Um, You know, so it was all in the planning. And, you know, it's a fantastic team to work with anyway. And having the opportunity to be able to jump on a Zoom with each other, to jump on a team's meeting, pick each other's brains and still work together as a team and plan this delivery, I think, is what has made everything that we've done over this past few months still feel very story house.
1: Yeah, definitely. That that idea of like us connecting with each other, like Jacob said earlier, like it, I feel like I've seen more of us as a team all together than perhaps we usually would have done in the building, which has been really nice. And uh, we've also, be, I think, been really lucky um, with uh, like wider Storyhouse staff as well. It's been a nice time to kind of capture those connections that when you're all working together in a busy building and everything's 100 miles an hour, sometimes those connections aren't as easy to make and it's been lovely to have we've had well everybody here and um more in different sessions kind of uh, connecting with our groups and uh, working together so that's been really lovely as well
2: it's, it's, it's people isn't it they are architecturally story house is fabulous it's a stunning piece of architecture it's a wonderful place to be in just as someone popping in for um coffee for, for, for whatever for whatever reason it's a lovely looking place but in terms of what makes story house um and what makes you know what makes any great organization is the people that are within it um and, and like you say um working cl- slightly maybe closer in terms of well more regularly less close because we're actually we're much farther further apart but um actually working with those people and, and talking to people more often is c- can only be you know a, a positive thing really because you more you share ideas the more you learn and um, I've certainly felt that over the how many months is it now I, thought, I don't even know what month it is anymore. loads <laughs> oh, <it's not> <laughs> too
4: many too many
2: <laughs> yeah i know it's november cuz i still got this ridiculous slug on my lip um so, <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason that that's the only way i might might know that and the, the the cold creeping in so um keeping that consistency and like you say keeping it story house and an understanding even more than ever. I think I think I think I and, and very many people already had a really good idea as, as to what Story House is. But more so than ever now, we know what makes a Story House young person session. We know what um what makes people love coming to the restaurant. Even more so we love know what people want to see on the um on on the stage when 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 the world goes to pop. We we, we know more now. We know more about people when when things get a little bit well down to, down to a head, really, or up to a head, down to a head or whatever, you know, it, it just it becomes um, really more focused um, in that respect, I think.
4: I suppose I feel sort of the opposite of what everybody else has said, really, because um, the library team, are, 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 you know, we're used to dealing with people coming in the building on a daily basis and chatting to people and recommending books and helping them in whatever way that we possibly can. And when we're not in the building, then then we really really miss that. And it's hard. It's been really hard to transfer what we do to online. In fact, it's almost been impossible. Really, I mean, we have done we have done quite a lot of um, sort of digital stories and poems and craft sessions. But but what makes our job is that is that face to face engagement with people on a daily basis to recommend books and chat the books and books and help them with you know using the computer and um, giving advice and signposting people to different activities and um, I really 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 miss that really miss that um, and I'll be so glad when that that comes back again it's been it's been a difficult thing to do really to be you know part of a library team but not really not able to connect with people and even if you are, if you can chat with people wearing the mask, stops it being the same. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a weird experience. There's still that barrier between you. Well, there's two meters, isn't there, and and two yeah. face masks, and 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 they cause that barrier, and it's just not been the same. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be very glad when it's all over, really. and we can go back <laughs> to doing what we do, what we love.
0: Fingers crossed, we're a bit closer to it.
4: Yeah, I think so.
0: I think the next thing I wanted to talk about is I'm sure like we've just discussed, done lots of different projects and things. So rather than like asking you to tell me about like everything you've done, if you have a particular favorite or one thing, like maybe it was the the first you set up or the one that you were most excited about or the one that surprised you the most or something like if you had, a if there's something you've done over the lockdown period, uh, that's been your favorite that we perhaps wouldn't have done. Um, elsewise or maybe was a good um what's the word like example of change so if it was something that's usually penciled in how you made it work for online sort of thing if there's a favorite i
2: i have one that to mind. the fact rihanna and i have just got um just got another zoom call discussing the hashtag sequel to story house secret spy hunt which um which we did over the october half term so it's fresh in the mind there's been, there've been loads of stuff that i've enjoyed doing in truth i think Rihanna and i have kind of become youtubers without the you know <laughs> without the the millions that come with that and the subscribers that come with that we we've, we've learnt how to deliver to a camera um more and more um which are, which i've actually enjoyed more than I think, as long as I don't watch them back too much or, you know, don't don't listen to my own voice too often. Um, I've enjoyed learning a new skill in that regard. But the, the secret spy hunt that we did um was just it was fantastic. Getting to work with rianne really closely as well. Uh, two meters apart but closely um <laughs> was really was really fun because we don't get to do that as much as we might want to anyway. Um, and particularly now being able to, um, it was in the time when um, we were able to do so we couldn't physically do it anywhere else. So we were recording videos in story house um, and making it very story house because we were literally there again um, and working together. That was, that was my, I think, I think it's fair to say my favorite project so far, so much so that you know we're really looking forward to, to making a sequel. So this is a, the first, the first plug for, that um coming soon, keep your eye on the uh on the social media channels because um Santa needs help.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was around when you were doing that, Jacob and me and it just sounded amazing. <laughs> it sounded fantastic. It was really good. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, so fun. I bet. I can't I can't think of any particular projects, but I think we have um we have learned to uh, create some digital content and um, I mean I, I did a couple of uh, book reviews <laughs> and uh, the first one that I did I cannot tell you how long it took to actually do a I don't know 90 90 second book review and um, it took forever um but then the second one that I did I could do that I could do that really quickly and I would feel comfortable just doing that now just picking up a book and giving a review and and, it, you know, for social media and, and the, the rest of the team. There are people who have really surprised me in what they've what they've created as, as online content for Story House and for Cheshire West Libraries. So um, it's not particularly one project, but and it's about adapting again. It's just going back to what you were talking about before, isn't it? It's just adapting to different circumstances and taking that opportunity. And if you can learn something new while... Well, while you're doing it, that's that's great. So, yeah, I was really proud of my book reviews. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what book was it you reviewed?
4: Um, I did uh, I did a couple. I did Hamlet by Maggie O'Farrell. Oh, OK. And the Offing by Benjamin Myers. So just what I was reading at the time. Um, and a couple of people texted me and said, you know, they really enjoyed it. And somebody texted me and said, <laughs> it nearly made me cry. <laughs> but in a good way in a good way
1: (laughs) i guess um my i guess really again it's not really a specific project but i've um because it it was it's nice to kind of hold the two together so i've been doing young leaders for a while now and we have four month programs that run twice a year and we kind of got used to the flow of it like the benefit of young leaders is that it does change with every group because every group's different but it's never changed quite as much as it has perhaps over um the, the last year and I think the most exciting thing has been to reevaluate what how people are connecting what's important about connection if we remove the fact that everybody's coming into a room like what benefits does that have as well as what negatives does it does it come with and really reevaluating how do we you know I really love this game how do we play it when we're all on a camera how do we use the camera and the mute and the chat and um, how do we get creative with it and 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 take those activities that we've done that i've maybe recycled and reused a lot of times over the course of different groups but actually really look at them and go okay well how can we make this exciting on here what is the benefit how do we how do we have fun and actually i think the longer it goes on rather than getting fed up with it like I expected to I'm kind of getting more excited by what can we do how do we do this Mm. and that's been that's been quite nice I I genuinely thought by now and there was a point where I was definitely fed up with kind of like oh okay we'll play this and but I think as you go on you just start to see it more as a challenge and kind of go okay what can what what new thing can I find what can we do um so it's kind of been a bit inspiring even though I do like being in a room
4: yeah, I think it's opened up a whole new world, hasn't it, really? Mm. Um, I I didn't think a reading group would translate online because it's such a sociable thing to do. It's such a, you know, reading group is about people getting together and having a coffee and some cake and chatting about books. And can you really do that online? Does it, but it, it absolutely has worked as long as you've got somebody... Um, facilitating and bringing people in that may be a bit quieter it really it really does work so there are probably other things and we've started thinking about maybe English conversation groups online because it's just chat it's just talk so if you're talking and you're chatting you know there's no reason why it couldn't couldn't be online it's not it's still not as good as people meeting face to face is it but it's 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 a good it's a good substitute in these times I think.
3: Yeah, I think it's been amazing the amount we've been able to do digitally, like, that would happen in the room like the events I was just thinking then about the amount of events and amount of things that we've actually done and it's a crazy amount it's you know it's absolutely brilliant um for me something that really springs to mind was the young takeover that happened with Storyhouse in the summer um and it was actually my first young takeover that I was involved in and it was a bit of a, a crazy one but an absolute experience that I will remember forever <laughs> you know and normally, you know, in, in previous years, it's been where lots of young people come into the building and they take over the space and they do all the programming, um, and they, and they put on, you know, performances throughout the day. And it's this big, amazing thing that happens in the space. And then we did that virtually and it was an absolute success. It was, it was fantastic. And I know like, the young people who like designed it and created it I was in absolute awe like I jumped into a few meetings and they were just like yeah okay let's do it let's do it on Instagram let's do it on Twitter let's put this up on Facebook and I was like okay cool amazing like you know (laughs) it was phenomenal how how the young people just adapted and went cool this is what we're doing now Um, And that event, I mean, it was a brilliant event, you know, we we had a full day and it was just all these amazing, talented young people, um, you know, doing all these different performances on these uh, different social media platforms. And yeah, it was phenomenal. So for me, that's one of the big events that I remember that we did in a lockdown that was, you know, absolutely amazing.
2: I remember Mm -hmm. really fondly, sorry, Phoebe, I just interrupted you there. Um, I remember (laughs) fondly as like, from a punter's perspective, because um, I, I got to, I remember sitting in, in on the Saturday morning with a coffee in bed, watching these videos with me and my partner, and it was it was really great to just just relax and and see something as <laughs> as a customer that um, I hadn't I not been involved in that particular project. And and like like uh, says, the amount of work that went into it and the, the stuff that the young people created was just ace, and uh, it made me like really really proud to, to see them create that. Um and, and actually to to have been out of the building for a long period of time and not be part of it at all, not know anything about it in truth, and just see something completely blind. Cause normally you pick things up, you know what's going on more and more just from being around the building, being around these projects. And um had I've been around it, I might have done a little bit of bobs on it, but to know absolutely nothing um and see it like that, I it was ace. A really it was a real fond memory of um of, of we cancelled, um, well we didn't cancel, but we we, we arranged a, a walk that we were going on, so we could see the afternoon one. It was that good. We need to make sure we we saw them. You know, it, it was it was brilliant, and I was so chuffed to to see it as a customer.
1: I think it had a real sense of an event, though. I think that was the, the most amazing thing about it was that. Because, I mean, obviously, there was, we were in communication and stuff with, with people like rianne and Haley who were working on it, but it really had that sense of, like, something's happening today. And, it, and, and, and it, 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 that was what was quite impressive about it, was that it had that feeling of today is Young Takeover, and it is an event. It wasn't just this is the day everything's being uploaded or this is the day we're talking about it. It was like, oh, it's happening. And it had that real sense of excitement, which was really impressive to achieve. While everybody was actually just sat at the home and the building was dark and quiet, so I thought it's really cool. It's
2: hard to Price find
4: an achievement, isn't it? Really, <clears throat> it's
2: it's hard to find. Um, it's hard to to kind of make something feel like an event as well when when everything goes online. To actually find that little niche and build up to something and say, "Here it is. This is a this is a big thing." I think you know, PR companies will be spending millions of pounds on that now. It's a really really hard thing to do, and 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 they totally totally and utterly achieve that um, without very much previous experience it was a real triumph
0: I was going to say I don't think we could have done it there without the help it's really nice hearing that you enjoyed it because I'm like ah you've never seen a more stressed slack group like it's so and so ready to post at exactly like I don't know 11 57 or something like we need this tweet to go 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 or that tweet's not sent oh no it's in the wrong order <laughs> as a brief examples obviously the majority of it worked but when some if there was a slight hiccup everyone's like it's fine I can cover it I for one didn't have any wi-fi in the house that day I was connected to someone across the road and sat on one step at the bottom of my, in my hallway oh, <laughs> Without no. I, could, I couldn't move from that step or I'd connect so it was definitely an event that um relied on uh internet and communication. And the jingle for the um, podcast actually has come from, you'll hear it when you hear the episode, obviously we haven't played it before we recorded today. Um, But Cameron, who was one of the performers, um, actually submitted. We sent like an email out to people that had done uh, musical things. Um, Cameron Lithgow. uh, And the jingle that is at the start uh, is a result of the takeover or the talent found from the takeover. Wow, that's brilliant! So yeah, it's be a little positive now. I was gonna end on because uh, obviously we we touched on it briefly, but we're in the at the end of the second lockdown and maybe going into whatever tier we end up with. I'm thinking I'm hedging my bets on tier two, Um, but we'll see. But just whether <laughs> we've talked a lot about how these projects feel good and are good so I was thinking about the future and just general thoughts about how you feel where it's heading like if we were to stay this way or whether things get better I mean hopefully they're going to get better how you feel about things going forward in story in the future
4: if there's oh, any that's a tricky it. one isn't it <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a really tricky one I think and um, and we can't feel anything but um, positive and hopeful because there's no alternative, is there? You have to feel positive and hopeful. And already we've heard about vaccines um, and it may take longer than we think. Um, but we'll get through. To, and in, uh, in terms of the big picture for Story House, this is a bit... <laughs> excuse me. Storyhouse is, is loved so much by the people of Chester and surrounding areas that um, they'll all they'll all come back eventually it may take another 12 months you know we may have to spend half of our time online again as well as as well as meeting people in person but I I feel quite hopeful really I think it will take a little while to get back to normal but um yeah you've got to feel hopeful and positive no alternative
1: no I think it's what's been really nice is to see everybody realize how important being in buildings being in person the things that you just can't get when you're on a screen and i think probably a year ago views of the future would have existed where we all just talk to each other on screens and nobody goes out of the into real life anymore and i think if anything it's shown us that with that's not going to happen we just there is something that we get from being in a room with people and um, whether that's physically watching theatre or physically what going to the cinema. I think it's really recaptured a love of of being around people and, and working out what that community feels like and how... It, and it's a great, neat bunch of tricks that we've found and different ways of connecting with each other. Um, and there are certain things that I know or I hope will, will carry on um, in terms of being accessible to people that can't get out of the house, being accessible to people that can't reach us. Um, there are lots of things that I hope will feed into the practice, but I think if anything, it's just taught us that we like being in a room together and that's that's never gonna kind of go or, or be lost, however long it takes us to recapture it. It will always be the goal to, to get back together and to come together this is a nice benefit and this hopefully will connect a few more people Um, and maybe you know maybe there's a world in which we can be in a room and on zoom at the same time and connect those people that can't get to us um but i think at the core of it we do want to be together as as people and and as a society so i think that's quite hopeful
2: being to being together being with other people and, and actually not with sensing an atmosphere in a room again is i'm so excited to do that i've, I've learned I, I think i already knew this but i've really learned that my sustenance for life and and, and for work and just, be, just being alive comes from live performance it comes be, be that theater music, um, I, I, I go to um, watch football quite regularly when I can with my dad. Um, and and then the, that's what I look forward to at the week. And that's how I kind of switch off, even though it's in, a lot of the stuff is in the same universe in which I work, which is which is fabulous really. But there is a, there is a line where I can think, right, I'm watching a piece of theater now. I'm in that story house theater and I'm going to watch Blue Stockings and I'm going to be taken away. I've, I haven't, I haven't had that. I haven't done that, and and that sustenance. And I think we've learned at Story, um, like the people of Chester and, and from Storyhouse, not being around. I'd, I'd like to think that that other people will be feeling quite similarly. So, in terms of coming out of this with a positive mindset, I think I'd like to think that those the people that are our community will will realize just how important story house is even more so um to to the day the day day-to-day life even if you go and watch a piece of theater two or three times a year or you go to the cinema two or three times a year the freedom not being able to do so is really quite restricting like physically but but mostly psychologically and that's that's what i've experienced i'm hoping that that everybody nationwide government as, as well knows that we need to um, we need to save places essentially um, that, and, and 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 just create work create create those senses of freedom for people because it's just so massively important
4: and maybe maybe a long time long term people will appreciate the arts even more than they have because they know how they feel but it's been taken away from them um, so i think there is that that real desire to be with people i mean even even for me my, my escape is in reading and i am very happy to to sit and and you know have my own company and read and that's how i've got through lockdown but um i, I still miss that interaction with everybody i still miss getting my team together and you know having brainstorming sessions just in the same room um and I think a lot, reading has been great for a lot of people. But if you if if that's not your thing, then I, personally I can't imagine how I'd have got through it without without books to read because that's my escape. That's how I sort of delve into somebody else's life and get out of my own for a little while. It's how people travel when they can't travel. They can travel through books and experience other people's lives. So, so in terms of the library, you know, lots of people have missed out. Um, missed out on that and they were so grateful when we reopened again and we'll get that next week you know we'll get all of those people coming in to get their stack of books again you know so grateful and so glad to be able to come back in and not just to talk to us but obviously to get their books in yeah i'm sorry i'm rambling there quite a lot you'll have to edit that quite strongly (laughs) (laughs) lovely
3: Um, I think as well I feel quite hopeful and quite positive about kind of what's to come but I know that we've kind of been through it once and no matter what happens I'm like we can do it again if we have to like I have such like admiration for the strength of like so many people who have you know gone through really hard times in lockdown and you know I, I just look at all these people around me and think oh my gosh these are amazing people like mm. and the things that we've done the things that we've achieved and like, when you look at Storyhouse I mean I can't gush about Storyhouse enough because I just think it's an incredible place to work but if you just look at everything that's been achieved the events that have been run you know the theatre shows that they're trying to put on the fact that they did get a th- theatre show on in the summer in the you know in the open air I'm like that's amazing it's so incredible and I know that no matter what happens in the future um I know that the team at Storyhouse and not just the team at Storyhouse but the wider world that people will continue to push and create you know whatever art they can create they will they will do it and we can see that throughout um throughout the country throughout the world that people are still trying to push for that and I just find it's amazing so no matter what happens, I think we're all quite hopeful and positive that we've done it once and we'll 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 keep pushing and we can do it again.
4: Yeah, I agree with that definitely. It's a brilliant team of people to work with. Even even if you're having a, a bit of an off day, you know, you can connect with other people and then and they can bring you back up again, can't they? It's um they can, people can really think out of the box and it was extraordinary what everybody did during the summer to. Bring that, you know, those show up together in in two weeks, and the moonlight flicks and the moonlight drive, and it was just, yeah, amazing, really. What's what's been created from what seemed to be a bit hopeless at one point? Yeah, extraordinary.
0: And now we look forward to a Christmas Carol. Yay! Yay.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's been lovely speaking to you all. Um, hopefully, I'll see you in the building soon enough.
4: Yeah, yeah, that'd be really exactly. nice. Thank you for
0: inviting me. Yes, thank you so much okay. for having us. Thank you all for coming on this episode. Uh again, it's been lovely to talk about uh the different projects and things during lockdown, and it's nice to have a really fulfilling and like positive conversation, uh focusing on things. Obviously we miss certain things, but overall, overwhelmingly it was nice to think about the happy things. Um There'll be another episode out next week if you want to come back and check that out. Uh, Or if you're hankering for a little bit more, we do have some episodes published previously if you just check our page. So, thank you.